So beginning the day with some group chanting. And, uh, <coughs> one can recollect the themes of the Triple Gem and some of this fundamental teaching, the five aggregates, uh, changeable, not self. Mm. Doesn't mean they're, they're not there and doesn't mean they're not useful. In fact, one is encouraged to make use of these five aggregates because this is the nature of direct experience. And uh, so the perception, for example, sanya, uh, deliberately shifting one's perception to that of the triple gem and picking up images, mm, Buddha images, um, images of practice, images of sangha, bearing these in mind. And when they acting as a group, you have more than just the visual image, you also have a sound image. Imagine an image made of sound. And this is a, a steady, harmonious, or attempt at being harmonious, <laughs> gathering together of sound as an offering. And this, this particular image that we all participate in. Mm. Sound, human bodies gathering together, various conditions of human body, old and young, male and female and so on, and yet uh, gathering together and producing this up uplift sound, sound of rising up, offering. And the images for meditation are very simple, you just sustain it. They're not, you get the impression, you keep putting energy into it, and you sustain it, the mind is um, given some impression to linger on. Since if one doesn't linger on this or bring this up, linger on other images, you know, whatever happens to be thoughts or memories or happens to be passing through will tend to take over. So we pick it that up, both the um, idea, but also the energy. Mm. You know, the untrained mind, energy is very ragged. Thoughts rush in, rush out, spin around, sluggish, uh, incoherent, or harsh, or anxious. It's the kind of tone of, of the world. It's like this. This is the sound of the world. It's Ragged, curious, meandering, uh, anxious, um, you know, various forms of negativity or hope or things that aren't here. This rather confused tumbling on, we call the world. And then just sustaining a sound. Um, when you chant together, you notice naturally the words are changing, but you maintain a level pitch with slight fluctuations, rising, descending. It's a pretty steady 
sound, resonant sound. So not just the what the words say, but also the tone. You sustain the tone. Mm. It's good to do at least 10 minutes, 15 minutes or so, just to get that, that tone. Quality steady, mm. not rushed, not sluggish, bright, steady tone running through the mind. Mm. Listening to it. Sensing it's not just yourself, but also the sound you hear is the sound of many people. It could be anywhere actually. It could be any time, it could be anywhere. That sound has been being produced for thousands of years, this old language. And so who's chanting it? <laughs> Who is chanting it? You don't need to it's a sound. Mm. And what is chanting it? Well, <coughs> almost immediately, one of the sankara, called vajji sankara, which is that which forms words, concepts. It, it picks up and it shapes up words. So it normally it's doing this in a very random way or in accordance with one's personal preoccupations shaping up words, ideas, thoughts that arise, pass away mind is just grabbing and the energy of grabbing and shaping up thoughts that's called vajji which means words or speaking, and sankara, making, combining, shaping, forming, this quality, and uh, this quality of thinking, which as you know is normally very personal, me thinking about what I'm doing, and this, that, this, that, and um, uh, dependent on you know, the mood I'm in, preoccupations, and you listen, you hear that, that, that process going on a lot of the time. It's telling you where you are, how you are, what you, what's going on. Future, the past, other people, what you want, what you don't want. It's constantly brainwashing you. <laughs> With this uh, input. It's the most dominant input we have. Certainly more so than uh, smelling. Yeah. It's the most dominant input. It's the product of this Vajji Sankara. That's maybe, you know, I don't know, but you're sitting, when you're sitting still, it's probably 80% of what your in impact, sense impact, is just this Vajji 
going. And the energy of it is, is uh, not um, soothing or steadying, or calming or uplifting. It's just with chanting, you, you then you <laughs> you deliberately use the sankara you to form bundo susudo karuna mahana shaping these sounds up and hearing that sound. And if you don't necessarily understand the meaning of all the words, well, after a time you're looking in the book, you recognize you put a ocean-like compassion. Ocean-like compassion. And so you get this, this image. And the sound shaping up that. It's better than thinking all oh, about the washing today and after all, and what I'm doing, and it feels so good today. Doing this sound is your normal worldly sound. <laughs> and so you pick up the sound and shaping the words. So you, it's a, you can say it's a very small mental exercise, like a mental yoga. You pick something up and you shape it, just like you're doing a stretch or physical exercise. You deliberately put, put your body into something, you sustain it and do that repeatedly. And it begins to make the body stronger or more supple. It affects it. So you do this with uh, chanting. And uh, then as, you, as the chanting finishes, you can still keep that faculty keep hold of that faculty of Vajji, the speaking mind. For calming, for steadying, you can take it, you can reduce it to just two sounds. You can use a, a descending sound, the sound that, uh, vowel sound, you can use oh that has a open it's open it's steady oh. you can use that for you and you connect to that and use it on your out breath when you breathe out and you don't make the sound you just imagine the sound but you, you don't use your throat you just bring it into your into your into your mind and think that sound. You're thinking that sound, feel your body breathing out. You connect that sound to the body breathing out. Keeps it smooth, keeps the mind something to hold on to. So it's a little bit of, of thought engagement, the thought engagement. The mind will generally very much affected by thought. So then we use that faculty, that tendency to connect the mind to a very simple thought. Thought that's got no 
intellectual content, it's just the shaping of a sound. Think it, connect it to the thought, to the breath, so you feel that slow quality, comes to the end of the breath, pause, silence. You're still listening, open, you can sustain that openness for a, a few seconds and you feel the inhalation beginning a certain grip and pull as the inhalation begins and then you place another sound until you finish the inhalation it's a sharper sound. It's a narrower sound. If you feel what happens in your throat when you make that sound, it's slightly tighter. When you make the sound, oh, it's lo- it's wider. These are the two sounds associated with the Buddha's name, Buddha. So you can add. You can add the consonants as well. Or you can just make the vowel sounds. And uh, you stretch your attention over the inhalation. Use that. Think that sound. Listen to that sound internally. Head to the pause. And then pick up the other sound exhalation stretch your that sound over the out breath <coughs> get to the end of the out breath silence and pick up the next sound so it's a little exercise you can feel the mind just shapes up the sound and then places it, sustains attention on it, you get to the end, relax, pause, feel the inhalation beginning, shape up the sound, stretch it over the inhalation, pause to get to the end of that, and so on. And you can do that for a few minutes, and then as you you feel the mind is being shaped by it, steadied by it, listening to it. The listening is slow and steady, the sound, the thought is slow and steady, it's a very simple thought. The slowness, the steadiness, you know, the repetitive quality, say here it is again, the decisive engagement, it's a steadying, it's not a ragged, what next, what next, what next? It's just a steady engagement. It's, it's really like a, a yoga position where you sustain one particular position and you hold it, stretch over that, sustain it, and gently release. You do that a few times. The mind has been steadied, you can 
relax the sound and just be there listening and then next time the thought comes up you can feel your mind sort of jumping what am I doing this for? and you feel the, the energy of that maybe kind of sharp uh, agitated or dreamy that you know this is just another sound <laughs> sound of the world like this and it's a shaking energy the energy of the heart when it's unsteady disturbed uh, it's dull, sleepy oh, that's that sound and then let's pause Pick up your Dharma sound, your mantra sound, your single vowel sound. Place that there, that's that sound. Sound of a Dhamma support sound. Mm. Connect it to your body, breathing out. Get to the end, pause, release. You find that the pause release is actually very soothing. Ah. Silence seems beautiful. You stay with that. And the mind starts. Pick up the sound again. few of those you feel the change the shift of energy when it's something that's regular steady it doesn't proliferate it doesn't create this and then that and then this and then that and this and maybe that and why this and then that and that. doesn't do that jumping it stays steady using a sound holding the mind steady so use your thinking mind to hold your attention steady and then soothing the heart with a simple, steady sound breathing out. Simple, steady sound breathing in and pausing, open, attentive, silent. You get the three phases of your breathing which are associated with the three phases of your energy the rising phase picking something up 
Discharging phase where you're just putting everything down. Oh, right, you know that. <laughs> and the pause phase, which you're probably not familiar with. You just open, attentive, not picking anything up, not putting anything down, just neutral. You pick up, discern those qualities. And of course, by and large, we're not very familiar with the pause because it's often the case one thing, the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing, and then, oh, that, and then, uh, uh, maybe the next thing, oh, I'll put it down, oh, and oh, and the next thing, the next thing, oh, yeah, right, and then, yeah, this, and then, yeah, oh, yeah, that's what it's good, oh, I could do that, and then, and then you go along with it, a lot of rising energy, and then, Oh yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> and then jumping up again. So lengthening the pause is very um, uh, new, and uh, it's very helpful to lengthen the pause in your mind, in your energy, just resting, like standing upright with no particular movement forward or backward, just standing upright, open. Then you walk, lift the leg up, and then you put it down. Lift the leg up, and you put it down. Then you neither lift it up nor put it down, just stand, neutral, open. Pick a sound up, lift it up, make the sound, put the sound down, pause. Bringing the breath in, complete the breath, pause. Breathing out, releasing the breath, finished. Pause. Here comes the inhalation. So with the mindfulness of breathing, if you, you know, look or listen or sense the pauses and you linger in them, just gently interested in it, interested in the pause, interested in it, you'll find it will gradually lengthen. Not necessarily steadily, but over a period of time that, that pause will lengthen. And that acts like a neutral position. And then you notice, oh, this is rising with all the quality of that. And brightness, perhaps urgency, rising energy. It's like this. And then, you know, subsiding energy. It's like that. And then neither arising nor subsiding. It's like this. Sankara. This is Kaya Sankara. Bodily energy, bodily formation. Same process. Three phases to it. Yeah. The rising can be exciting, inspiring, struggling, rushing. 
eager, enthusiastic. That's heart energy, citta sankara. And the declining can be satisfied, enough, finished, released, whatever. That's discharging energy. This is heart energy associated with the emotions. But with its heart energy, citta sankara, body energy, kaya sankara, thought energy, vajra sankara, they all have these same three phases in them. And by and large we don't notice the pause. We notice the rising when we're excited or happy or angry, you know, when there's a lot of energy coming in. And we notice perhaps the discharging when we're resting, putting things down, had enough, finished, and pause. The pause helps to moderate the other two. So it isn't so engaged with rising or subsiding. You know, that's not <laughs> the only thing. There's also this open neutrality which is attentive, alert, steady, still. And that's where the Buddha lives. <laughs> where, he, where he is abiding and he can rise up from that and his action and then descend, let it all release. Out. So if you cultivate uh, this uh, thought formation in this way, you get it both the immediate effect of holding your mind onto something that's not your personal world and uh, has a guiding tone to it, guiding the mind into steadiness and uh, gentleness and sustained that tone and if you cultivate like that the heart begins to experience some of that quality connected to your breathing and breathing you begin to sense the breathing in the same way these flows of energy subtle natural pick up that and that's the foundation of our created world. It's on these three phases of energy. In the neutral pause place, you're just open to it. No opinion, no view, just open to that. And then the agitation, or the resistance, or the doubt, or the wishing, or the not wishing, just doesn't, you don't have to immediately engage with that. You don't have to fight with it. You don't have to think about it. It's just, you've got to from all that. How is that? And you can choose what you want to engage with. A little more choice. Get to the engaging before the world gets in. <laughs> so you just get engaged with something skillful before the world engages with it. 
because uh, it certainly will put it down relax it and train it your heart, body, mind will benefit from that cultivation of course if the we get some sense of steadiness with that we can let go of making the sound and just attune to the body breathing in and out and contemplate that so let's have some time for direct practice silent practice So, once again, make it uh, uh, clear that uh, when we practice together, we uh, we have that sense of operating according to these time units of time. This is our, uh, you know, silent practice time. And cultivate it, begin with sitting. If you feel good, that seems useful, stay sitting. If you want to stand, Stand. If walking seems helpful, do some walking. <laughs>